Happy Victory Monday, Cowboy fans. We're touching on the Bedlam win, handing out some game balls, and of course, checking in on the demise of the University of Oklahoma, all on today's episode of Locked on Pokes. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. You are Locked on Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA for special end of the year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Locked On Pokes podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I know I sound crazy. I have not yet recovered from Saturday's Bedlam win. I yelled like an absolute psychopath, so please bear with me. I'm your host, Linda Godfrey, a co-host of Fantasy Besties and avid Oklahoma State fan. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or find the show on the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every weekday here with Locked on Pokes. We have got a ton to tackle this week between the coaching carousel, Big 12 title game, college football playoff implications, player awards, coaching accolades, who's staying with Oklahoma State next season. There is a ton to cover, so stick with me this week, folks. It's going to be a fun one. Of course, we have to dive right into the Bedlam victory, starting first with the best team in Oklahoma, the Oklahoma State Cowboys, coming off a 37-33 win against the Oklahoma Sooners. I just want to cover any speculation about the refs. You know, there's there's a bunch of Sooner fans talking about the refs through the game, and they wanted Oklahoma State to win because they're mad at OU for leaving the refs, first of all, Big 12 refs are going to get paid the same regardless of if they're refing Sooner games or not. So that's an insane uh, insinuation to put on a person that they, they're they throwing a game because they're mad you're leaving. That's not what happened. The refs miss calls on both sides of the ball. I spent plenty of time booing and yelling at the refs. I'm not proud of it. I don't commend being a booer, but I did some on Saturday. So the refs missed calls on both sides of the excuse me on both sides of the ball and that's what happens. They're humans. It's you know officiated by human beings. It's human beings playing the game. Mistakes are going to happen like that. So get over it. You should have done more to win the game. If you're going to put it on the refs then you didn't play a full enough game to get the job done. So we'll just put that behind us. Ignore it if you hear Sooner fans talking about it, laugh a little bit and move on, but don't get in arguments online. It's not worth it. Jim Knowles halftime adjustments were absolutely fantastic. And I tweeted before the game or before uh, the second half started, Jim Knowles is about to make the halftime adjustment of his life. And he did just that. The Sooners only scored nine points in the second half and none of them were against the Oklahoma State defense. 
course, it was a muffed punt, so a special team score and a safety. The defense came out stout in the second half. They played a hell of a game. You know, had had some big plays go down on us in the first half, but really got it together. Spencer Sanders, his first full game against the Oklahoma Sooners results in a win. Jalen Warren's still not 100%. I would say he's not close to 100% and still giving it his all. But we had to put the game in Spencer Sanders' hands, and he handled it very well. I think he played a good game. He had 307 yards and two touchdowns between what he did in the air and what he did on the ground. The touchdown run was probably one of the loudest times that Boone Pickens Stadium got on Saturday. Now it got loud several times, but that touchdown run was uh, the stadium was shaking. It was loud in there. He did exactly what he needed to do to manage that offense, and he did a very good job of it. Of course, there were two turnovers, one a tipped pass, so hard to hold that against him, but things got a little choppy, and he didn't lose faith in his offense and his guys, and and we ended up coming out with a win, and I think a lot of that belongs to Spencer Sanders on the offensive side of the ball, especially in the first half keeping us in that game while the defense was kind of figuring things out. The Tay Martin end around in to the end zone was beautiful. Maybe my favorite play of the season. Uh, my dad took me to this game, so I got to watch with him, the guy that introduced me to football and really fostered my love for it. So that was exciting. We talked about it the rest of the game. I'm like, that, that was the best play that Mike Gundy and Casey Dunn have called all year. It was absolutely beautiful. And can we just for a minute appreciate Tay Martin throwing up the X after both of his touchdowns with Dez in attendance. I loved to see that kind of uh, camaraderie between them two. It was fantastic to see Tay Martin's really dived into the whole Oklahoma State culture and aesthetic. And it's really fun to see from the outside, especially since he's only been here for two years and he is just absolutely engrossed in it. So that's been really fun to see. In-state star Brennan Presley, right out of Bixby, Oklahoma, who didn't receive an offer from OU, housed a 100-yard kickoff return. And let me tell you guys, I was in line getting a beer when that kickoff return happened. I know. It it was like, do I stay out here? Because that's that, that was a good thing that happened. So do I have to stay out here now and miss the rest of the game? Because I'm that kind of person like... I've watched a lot of basketball games for my kitchen because I'll go in there and we'll start playing well. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll just stay in here and listen. So fantastic return from him. And I love that he did it against Oklahoma, who didn't offer him, even though he's, you know, next door in Bixby, Oklahoma. The third quarter woes returned. I had kind of forgotten about the third quarter issue since really the Kansas game. We've kind of erased this third quarter non-scoring issue that we've been having and and it kind of resurfaced to reared its ugly head against OU. It's not something you love to see especially this late in the season, but I'm not worried about it becoming a, a constant issue right now, you know? It was a tough game. It's a emotional game. So I could see how that played into it a little bit, but but seeing that return was less than ideal in the third quarter. I'm texting my friends like don't talk to me till Monday. I'm done. I'm over it. Don't talk to me. But, you know, I shut down. I'm a panicker. Mike Gundy had warned that this defense might have a down game. 
I think it happened a little bit in the first half, but obviously they adjusted. The offense was able to carry us through that first half, which was extremely encouraging to see from our offense that's kind of had some sputtering issues, especially to start the season as of late. They've been playing really, really good offense, but it was nice to see that they were able to keep us in a game with an extremely talented offense in Oklahoma and uh, let our defense figure out that adjustment and make the changes that they need to, to make in order to get the shutdowns on defense. So it was really encouraging to see that from the offense. Boom Pickens Stadium, the atmosphere was unbelievable. Like I said, it got real loud during the um, Spencer Sanders rushing touchdown. It got real loud during the Oklahoma muffed punt. And I mean, the stadium was vibrating, shaking. Your whole body, you could feel it, every ounce of it. And then, of course, it got very loud during Colin Oliver's sack to end the game. But just an extremely amazing atmosphere for Boom Pickens Stadium on a senior night during Bedlam. The walk was maybe the craziest I've seen in a very long time. I've been going to home games for most of my uh, time on earth, and it was fantastic to see the walk beef so filled with Oklahoma State fans. I mean, it was it was absolutely an insane atmosphere. It was so great to be a part of. Also, just real quick to touch on having the alumni there, having Des there, having the alumni return to games and saving seats for them. That's where we sat with a lot of Oklahoma State football alum. It's just a great presence to have starting the ring of honor, just doing all these things to kind of keep people involved that have been through this system. I'm really glad to see Oklahoma State taking part in that and making it a big part of game day and and making it so exciting. I think it's been very helpful to the students, to the student athletes currently in the program. And I I think it'll be very beneficial in the long run. Next up, Bedlam game balls, and I honestly, I may have to do offensive and defensive game balls, but first, college football fans, have you heard about prize picks? Prize picks offers all the props you can think of, from touchdowns to interceptions to fill goals, college and professional, plus it's super easy to use. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Make sure to use promo code LOCKEDON for a 100% match up to $100. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com or go to your App Store and download the app today. PrizePix is a daily fantasy made easy. Thank you for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. All right, time to give out some game balls. It was incredibly hard to narrow this down, and I'm going to be honest. I have three defensive balls to give out right now. I may do offensive game balls tomorrow's show because it was so hard to narrow it down to three, And it's like, it's my show, so maybe I will do offensive tomorrow. But for today, we're going to focus on, first up, Devin Harper. He may have legitimately willed this victory with his play. He played 
absolutely insane defense, especially to end the game. Just knock down, drag out. I'm tougher than you are defense, which is exactly what you want to see. He finished the game with 10 tackles, seven of which were solo, a sack, and four quarterback hurries. Those quarterback hurries are something that I think don't get the attention that they deserve because you're forcing that quarterback to make a decision a lot faster than he would like. And I, I just don't think they get the credit that they deserve. So fantastic job by him. Also, his sack came on a third and 10, setting the Sooners up for failure on fourth and long. And it could have been fourth and longer, but Devin Harper missed on the first wrap-up, fell down, got up, tracked Caleb Williams down five yards later, and brought him to the ground. And this is a thing that I think you can look at and go like, his mental strength at the time was stronger than his physical strength. He tried physicality. It didn't work. His mind went, "Uh uh-uh, we're not giving up. Get back up. Go seek him down and and bring him to the ground. And I think that shows immense talent in his mental physicality. I think it's something that can be undermined. And, of course, it's not something that you can grade on paper. It's not a stat you can put a number to. So it's not something that gets talked about a lot. But if you watch that game, you know what I'm talking about. His mental strength was as good or better than his physical strength. Seeing Devin Harper and his two-year-old son after the game at the podium answering every question the press had was so heartwarming. It just, oof, as a mom, I get so emotional at seeing the players like, you know, when you're watching them on the field tackling and, and hitting people as hard as they can, you're like, oh, this is a sport that I like. And then afterwards they take the helmet off and they become this human person and it's it's so beautiful to watch and it was great to see him and his son at the podium just just enjoying their time together and and Devin Harper really enjoying his time as an Oklahoma State Cowboy fantastic game by him the true freshman Colin Oliver who has been an absolute demolisher on defense for this Oklahoma State team it's hard to put into words as a true freshman what Colin Oliver has done for this defense On Saturday, he had two sacks. He leads the Cowboys with nine and a half. The only other Oklahoma State Cowboy to put up double-digit sacks ever was Emmanuel Ogba, who, of course, plays for the Miami Dolphins now and does a damn good job on their defense. Colin Oliver has two games to match that high. I would be shocked if he didn't. He is an elusive, mean Mean dude. He is so fun to watch on defense. His second sack of the day, of course, ended the game when he literally crawled to the ankles of Caleb Williams to get him down. That's and it's just another example of that mental over physical mentality. He he put mind over matter. I'm on the ground, but I can get to them. And he army crawled to the quarterback to bring him down on the ground. That is the thing. That's the hustle. That's the moxie. That's the toughness I want to see from my defense. I think everybody can agree with that. So that was beautiful to see. It was fantastic to see live. It was nerve wracking. My heart was beating out of my chest. So Colin Oliver is to thank for me not passing out and falling several, several steps down Boom Pickens Stadium. He was also the Big 12 newcomer of the week. 
receiving Big 12 awards this week also were Brennan Presley for Special Teams Player of the Week and Malcolm Rodriguez for Defensive Player of the Week. So Oklahoma State did fantastic in the Big 12 Week uh, week 13 awards. Just a great job by them. Almost swept it. And for my last game ball, now I know I usually give these to players, but hear me out. Jim Knowles gets a game ball. I could have been giving Jim Knowles game balls all season. I haven't done that. I like to give them to players, but I don't think there's any mistaking the fact that he's the reason that this season has gone the way it has, and in particular, how Oklahoma State was able to pull out that Bedlam win. Devin Devin Harper and Colin Oliver, as well as the rest of the defense, they bring all the skill to the table, but Knowles has unlocked that mentality that I talked about with Oliver and Harper, the the fact that they can put, they know they're they know they're strong. Jim Knowles has made them mentally strong. He knows how to unlock that. He has unlocked that with this Oklahoma State defense, and they push harder, further, and more often because of it. He has done that to this defense. He asked at halftime, "Can we play better?" And the defense came out and gave their response on the field. You know, we always talk about that actions speak louder than words, and the defense came out and gave that action. They showed they could be a better defense. They played exceptionally well in the second half. I was staring into the press box most of the game, just willing Jim Knowles to get a dozen for us again this game. I mean, just and talking to myself, but also at him, like, you got this. I know you know what you're doing. I trust you to get these right. The adjustments made at halftime were, and I've already talked about this, but they were fantastic. It might be Jim Knowles' best attribute. We have watched him all season long make slight adjustments. They're not even ever huge total defensive game plan altering adjustments, just small changes here and there. I will play zone defense and stack a couple less guys in the box. I'll stack my quicker guys. They're better at getting to the quarterback. Just small adjustments that he's able to make, and he's made them all season long to improve this defense. I think it's his best attribute. And also, just from a character standpoint, Jim Knowles was so hype during the walk, walking up to the stadium, high-fiving everybody, yelling. It was fantastic. It's so exciting to see your coaches act that way. That's the kind of coach that I want leading these men. So it was fantastic to see. I'm I'm so happy he's our coach. I want to give him all the money in the world. I only have like $17, but if he wants it, he can have it if he will stay in Stillwater. Coming up, Lincoln Riley is out at Oklahoma and headed to sunny SoCal. What has he left in his wake? This is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours, but on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your process and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite, and right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering one-of-a-kind financing to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked on in CAA. 
Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there and you can get 15% off your order at Built.com with promo code LOCKED15. It tastes like a candy bar, but it's a healthy option for a sweet treat. 17 to 18 grams of protein and only 4 to 5 grams of sugar. Built Bar has 9 flavors ranging from raspberry to coconut to peanut butter chocolate. If you're adventurous and looking to try every flavor, you can check out Built Bar's Mix Box where you get two of each of the flavors over on Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. My buddies that actually work out and run and do all the things swear by these. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Again, head over to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Boy, if winning Bedlam wasn't enough fun, it has been from Sunday afternoon to recording this now a hell of a fall for the Sooner Dynasty. Lincoln Riley, of course, has taken a job at USC going to the Pac-12. I don't know if he was scared of the SEC. There's some rumors that he was not very happy with the move of Oklahoma leaving the Big 12 to go to the SEC. I don't know if that was um, a cowardice thing or or what. Now USC offered him a ton of money. I, I don't blame him for taking that job, but I saw a post that said that the mushroom cloud of smoke that Lincoln Riley is about to leave behind is big and only going to get bigger. We'll see, you know, OU is a very highly respected program. They could bring somebody in pretty quickly to coach that job. I think it's it's a well-sought-after job. I, I don't have any doubts about that. But that being said, Lincoln Riley leaves. It appears he's taking coordinators, strength and conditioning coaches, operations they all followed him to USC now usually when a new coach comes in it starts a whole new regime especially in the college football landscape they want to build kind of their own coaching staff so all those guys may have been gone anyway but he didn't even give them an option for the head coaching job he said you're coming with me since the announcement that Lincoln Riley is leaving Spencer Rattler has announced that he's entering the transfer portal I think that was kind of expected regardless after he was benched this season. But from a grand scheme of things, so far today, Lincoln Riley, well, so far in the last 48 hours, Lincoln Riley is leaving. Spencer Rattler is transferring. There are rumors of Caleb William transferring. We'll see how that develops. But a lot of people, especially in the kind of bigger media circles, tend to believe he will transfer and follow Lincoln Riley that will only further irritate OU fans. Multiple recruits are decommitting, including the second best quarterback in the 2023 class, a five-star recruit. So they're getting out of Dodge, and, and you can't really blame them. You know, you sign up to go to this school with this coach. That being said, a lot of these recruits were Southern California recruits. It'll be interesting to see if in a week or two they don't announce a commitment to USC. I I will be keeping an eye on that as I'm sure most Sooner fans will. Bob Stoops will come in and coach for the bowl game because, of course, Lincoln Riley is already gone and, and in L.A. So Bob Stoops will come in and coach for the Sooners for their bowl game. I know Sooner fans would love to have Bob Stoops back at the helm, and I get it. 
That being said, and I know this is probably sacrilegious of me, but I love Bob Stoops on mic. I like him on, you know, at noon kickoff. He's fun. I think he does a really good job behind the microphone. So I hope he doesn't leave that to go back to coaching, but you certainly understand if he decides to do so. And you can also understand why Sooner fans would be most attracted to that. There are lots of rumors about who the new coach will be. I'm not going to speculate too much on it because I already saw someone get themselves into a pickle on Twitter by speculating. It's not worth it for me. I'm not going to throw any names out. There are a ton of college vacancies right now. It's going to be a wild college coaching carousel of an offseason. It's going to make for a lot of fun and a lot of content, and I can't wait for that. But I'm not going to speculate on it right now. There are just There's just too many names floating out there. This feels very similar to OU and Texas leaving for the SEC in terms of, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of warning. I know that they had applied to have an expansion for a while and it wasn't getting done and they were unhappy or whatever, but, you know, Oklahoma could have contacted Oklahoma State. They didn't do that. They wanted to go with their brothers in Texas. I don't whatever. But that being said, and all of the giggles that I have may or may not have had today, as I'm sure most Oklahoma State fans have, it feels a little like when Brad Underwood left. And I don't know if you guys remember that, but I remember how excited we were for Brad Underwood. And yes, I think we got the better end of the deal, which is what I told John Williams, the host of the Locked on Sooners podcast. And if you want all the information on what's going on with the Sooners right now, be sure to check that out. John is a fantastic host and does a really good job covering them. But I remember, and and I told him, you know, we got Mike Boynton. It ended up being a better thing for our program and you may, you guys may walk right into that. You don't know yet. It doesn't make the hurt go away, though. We remember how we felt when we found out Brad Underwood was leaving. I got drunk on my floor with my best friend, and I may or may not have cried. I don't fully remember, but my the bet is yes. If you were a betting, if you were a betting person, you should probably take yes on that. But you know, we remember that feeling that that feeling of some coach feeding you all this loyal and true and I bleed orange and whatever. And then, Oh, just kidding. Bye. And I think OU is, is really feeling that. So while it is fun to laugh at them, it it certainly did give me some PTSD remembering what that was like for us when Brad Underwood left. And he was only with us for a very short amount of time. Of course, Lincoln Riley was quite literally handed the keys to this program by Bob Stoops groomed by Bob Stoops and you got to imagine he's not very happy either. But anyway, I'm just saying we kind of get it. And it's going to be a wild offseason. We got to focus on Baylor. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. Check back in tomorrow for another seg- segment of Twitter rants, which I'm going to be doing every Tuesday from here on out. Now head to your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q, and expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at Lindellians or follow the show page at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Go Pokes!